0: There could be yelling today, the energy in here is palpable. Josh took a flight. Lefko and Sims been yelling at each other all morning. Did an AMA Sims loves AMAs on Instagram? Big Instagram guy. Big Instagram. You shot your first Instagram video today. Oh, it's really hey. monumental moment. You look different now. Do I? Yeah, you look
1: young makeup
0: on. Hipper. Yeah. Millennialist. You don't look different You have
1: trees on your sweatshirt once again. Hello. It's welcome back. I actually love this one. Yeah. This, this one's actually great.
0: pretty cool. It's great. You don't like it's it? It's great. All
1: right, Sims. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, why is it palpable? I don't understand. We've been having great conversation. Why are you lying to the the people who are listening right now? And that's my point. That's why. Why then are you lying? lying? Your body language is off. <laughs> yeah, your uh, body, body language is, is really off. off. Uh, it's off. Yeah, hey, my my voice is so calm. But why my are you fingers...
2: lying to the viewers right now?
1: <laughs> Do people actually watch? Yeah.
0: Yes, they do <laughs> yes just, a I lot just, of people on youtube they, they send us videos all the time God. of them watching us
1: jeez i'd listen i wouldn't watch
0: fenge <laughs>
1: yeah what's that you know like watching things <laughs> no i don't definitely not like watching me yeah i don't Why? Like my i come in the i come in the house in the morning after i do like the pro football talk show my wife will like have it on like because she's like started it late and i just walk over to the tv and turn it off like i, I just can't look at myself does danielle watch every morning that you're on She puts it on the TV. It's probably a trick. Commitment.
2: It's a trick.
0: Uh, Fendrick was just in Austin, and he had the chance to hear Mac Brown speak to a number of people at Bleacher Report. And me and Sims have been waiting to hear if he talked about Chris.
1: Yes. You already heard. I, I do, do not, not know.
0: know. Okay, no. good. He good. did
2: talk about Chris. So a couple okay. funny things that happened, just to set it up for everybody. The entire Bleacher Report sales team is in Austin right now uh, for our sales summit, sales offsite. Man,
1: how much did we pay Mac Brown to have him speak? Ooh, good I mean, question. He's only got 70 billion in the bank. Don't know, but I'll ask and have yeah. it for next week's podcast.
2: Uh so anyway, our motivational speaker was Mac Brown. So BK, head of sales or SVP of sales here at Bleacher Report, is up. He's giving Mac's intro. He's talking about all his credentials, everything he does in the community. And then right before he introduces Mac, he goes... And also, Mac had the uh, honor of coaching a Heisman Trophy winner, Chris—I mean Ricky Williams. So, ladies and gentlemen, Mac Brown, and Uh, then the whole room erupted. Turned around, did not see Mac laughing. Do not think he thought it was funny.
1: Oh yeah, I don't think it's funny either. Actually, that was was the first one. I'm surprised Bleacher Report knew I worked there. The (laughs) (laughs) salespeople—that's
2: good to know. So then, uh, at the end of the speech, Mac was giving his Q and A, and one of the salespeople raised their hands and asked, "Who was the toughest recruit that Mac ever landed, and why?" And he said, "It was you." Yeah. Uh, He said that because you were committed to Tennessee, and that because he was also recruiting Eli at the same time, and that you were the number one recruit in the country, so he felt like he needed to land you to prove how cool Texas was, that you were the most difficult guy he ever
1: got. Yeah, and and he actually, he gave up at one point. He didn't, he stopped recruiting, well because he was in North Carolina, so my junior year he was at the head coach of North Carolina, and then my senior year he went to Texas, and we had... You know, I was interested in North Carolina. They were good at that time. They were kind of challenging Florida State for the ACC at that time, if you guys remember. And he goes to Texas, and I think there was a time where he thought I wouldn't go that far. You know, back in those days, which is crazy I'm saying that, like people didn't go across the country. To go to college. I was certainly the only kid in the Northeast that went down to that part of the country to play college football. That was like a rare thing. People were like, whoa, you're going to Texas? And uh, so he stopped recruiting me. And, you know, finally, one of the the tight ends coach, Tim Brewster, who's now at Texas A&M with Jimbo Fisher, he he called one day because he had played with my dad and the Giants. So they kind of had a relationship, too. And he's like, yeah, he was like, Mac Mac just thought you had to fly over too many schools to come down to Texas and still do that. And I was like, no, I was like. I would like to check Texas out. and he's like, really like you think you'd like even consider going here and I was like, definitely like, what like are you kidding me and i was I was very intrigued because Texas wasn't really that good at that time, right to be a part of like the Rebirth. Rebirth or reascending of he Texas said, football.
2: He said he landed you. Yep. I think it was the number one class in the nation. Yep. And then he was like, and then we kept it going and won the national championship five years later. Yes. And he said it
1: started with that class. Yeah, I do think it started with our class. It def- I mean, it definitely started with our class. They got me. I was the number one recruit. We got Corey Redding, who was the number one defensive D-N, player. Yeah, he talked about him yep. too. So we had us two together and a, a, a number of other players. But yeah, like... Our problem was when I was a junior and senior and it was only max third and fourth year, we didn't have depth on our football team. You know what I mean? We didn't have depth. When we had to take out, like, our top 22 were amazing. But when we had to, like, put in other guys, we weren't quite as good. When they got to the Vince Young, Colt McCoy era – that was, our team was rolling. I mean, they were rolling. Like, the backups were going to be first-round picks. It's yep. just, they just had to have their time on the field. And that Reload. was cool. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, he, he was a machine recruiting. That's all I got. That's Matt. that's it for Mac Brown. Oh, that's oh, that great. great. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: good. Well, Mac Brown story for you. All yeah. right,
0: so where are we right now in the money? How we do Ooh, last week.
2: Where are we in the money? All right. So last week, uh, Sims, you went down two hundred and twenty dollars just Man. for week four. If I didn't just Well, make the, what was
0: your big one?
2: The Miami one. Yes. Yeah, the Miami one. Uh sorry, two hundred and twenty bleacher bucks, not dollars. go. Yeah, you were you were very confident in that pick. Gosh. Even not when bad, it was twenty four
1: nothing, I thought they were coming back.
2: You uh you made three hundred dollars last week, Leftco. So it go. In the bank accounts overall, Sims, you are down one thousand one hundred and sixty bleacher bucks. Lefko, you are in the negatives as well, four hundred and ninety bleacher you bucks. You suck, dude. I got I got every four o'clock game right Whoa. except for the
0: push at Seattle. Yeah, that's
1: pretty good.
2: Good news though, GTL uh, guaranteed to lose. Sims, you were five and zero oh last week, so you're up to thirteen and seven on the season. Uh, Lefko two one and one in Lefko's locks last year. Seattle, bringing you to five, 10 and.
0: You know what's funny is we got into an argument before about our pushes locks. And I will say this. I am, I am down to have our own rankings because I think some pushes feel like wins and some pushes feel like losses. Like when I was watching the Colts. Wait, so... Okay, go ahead, sorry. When I'm watching the Colts and they're down by like 20 to the Texans and they come back and get a push, it kind of feels like a win because it should have been a loss. But Seattle, who kind of should have had that game against Arizona, that felt more like a loss. Sometimes you're like, oh, I didn't lose my money, and sometimes you're like, man, I could have won money.
1: This is going to be you just justifying your I mean, your bets. every week, what, Seattle felt like it should have been a loss? What? What? What are you talking about?
0: Seattle played down to their opponent, and the
1: Colts should have lost. Oh, my gosh. Okay, moving. Seattle's on. not that great to think that they're going to do anything against anybody. So wait, what did you do in your left locks Two one two and, two and one? one. So one. So I am, one two and one. I am 5-10-1. You went and one, one two and one. One two and one. You told us everybody was the opposite week. You were they picked to go against you. You went one two and one. He's right. You, you know, you but one, two, and one. No, you can't have it both s- ways. No, but I said that you can have it, it both felt different. Yeah, it felt yeah. Different. Oh my gosh, he is such a diva receiver. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it just changes the narrative every it week does, depending it works for him. Listen, the line was listen, here. <laughs> no. I am the
0: new Guts. and there are things to uphold. No,
1: I think this is I actually think you're a very good gambler, and I think you're going to prove your worth here as the season goes on. It's it's not easy. It's yeah. Left goes locks. Is this
2: reverse? No, I dead serious. Left goes locks is about the whole season. You have a great the journey.
1: You have a great feel of football and your Leftco analytics, and then you're, you have a big gut with the trees that hide it a lot. But it's good, because the gut's Damn. good. <laughs> I don't know what
2: his gut has to do with his bam- I'm gambling I'm saying his picks, gut but, feeling. Oh, his, his gut, gut feeling. Like going gotcha. with his gut. That he hides with the trees. I got you. Are we ready to pick some games this week? Yes, yeah. sir. All right, so we're starting with Thursday Night Football. <laughs>
0: I have noticed too. Sometimes where I'll be talking, I will like want to stand up and I will like push the mic with my face.
1: Dude, I still can't po- believe you put your face on that guy's sweaty tit and on Sims, the boardwalk. Sims and Left go the show. All man. right, we're starting with Thursday night football here. A stranger's sweaty left tit. I, I Listen, saw. I, I watched, watched. I do it, whatever yeah. it requires.
2: Uh, former head, uh, former Colts head coach Josh McDaniels headed on the road. Uh, sorry, at home against the Indianapolis Colts. You guys didn't even laugh at my joke. I'm sorry. Uh, Patriots minus ten and a half is the spread of this game. <laughs>
0: Uh, so I, we broke this down yesterday. Uh, I gave all those stats on the Wednesday show, but if you haven't heard it, Tom Brady's never lost on a short week. He's six and zero, four and two against the spread. Luck has never beaten the Patriots, zero and five, one and four against the spread. Uh, Patriots as a ten point favorite or more the last ten times. It's incredible. Nine and one, eight and two against the spread. Uh, I just want to say this. That the Colts will be without their number one receiver, their number one running back, their number one tight end, two starting tackles, two starting corners in this Thursday night football game. And what's and for the first time in almost two years, Gronk and Julian Edelman will be on the field together. Yeah, that's crazy. I texted Josh this morning. I almost put thirteen hundred and sixty dollars on the Patriots, and in the back of my head, I went, you know what? It's Thursday, crazy things happen, and it's Andrew Luck, and you never know they could be down twenty, and he makes it come back. I'm going two hundred dollars on the Patriots minus ten and a half.
1: Okay, that's a good one. Um, I wish you would have done thirteen hundred. Stop being such a wimp. I mean, just do it. Jeez, holy cow! Can you imagine how many dings Nick would have had to get? <laughs> oh for my gosh, <laughs> well, <would> thirteen. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I mean, you said it. The injury report's scary. Do we know what Darius Leonard is he playing? Which person? Darius Leonard?
0: Uh, He's questionable. He's their best
1: defensive player, too. So he's questionable. Yeah, all that's scary to me with the Edelman factor. Plus, um, the Colts can't run the football. And when you're that one-dimensional, that's scary against New England. Also, New England, this offense, okay, they played them in the Super Bowl, this offensive scheme. They got another look at Philadelphia in the preseason. And now they're getting him again. I just think three cracks at the same How offense. How much you for, going? I'm going $100 on the pass. Really? Yeah, just 100 Why didn't you go more? Uh, I don't know, because I'm a wimp and I'm losing, and I just want to come back. That's why. It's an interesting strategy. All right, guys. <laughs> Do you
0: know what I thought about today with my bets? Right. I thought
1: about Blackjack.
0: If you ever play blackjack and ever won blackjack, it's always get the most money in in situations where you have the advantage. That's what how I, I feel like I went in blackjack. So when the dealer has a four or five or six, I'm trying to double all the time because I want to get my money in. Right. And what I'm realizing now is in the beginning of the year, I'm going to go 100 all the time. I am slowly going to be making bigger bets as this goes on because I don't want the one that I feel really confident in New England yeah. to be worth the same as like San Francisco, Arizona. I hear you. So I'm going to start just for you. I'm going to start shifting. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to start shifting.
1: I, I know. I, I'm I'm going back the other way because the only good week I've had is like being conservative. So. Chris is just trying I'm to scared. get out of the red at this point. I'm He's scared. really
2: afraid of Miami again. I All really right, am. guys, moving on to Sunday. First game in the 1 o'clock slate here, the 3-1 and one Tennessee Titans on the road visiting the Buffalo Bills. Chris, you'll go first here. Spread for this game, Tennessee minus 3.5.
1: Yeah, uh, okay, there's so many things. The, the Bills stink, okay? There's just no other way around it, right? I mean, hey, the, the one thing you can look at on the positive side for the Buffalo Bills, I mean, Sean McDermott's a really good defensive coach, and if you have tendencies, he can slow you down from that standpoint. Um, But I think that's about where the positives end. I mean, yeah, I like Josh Allen, but there's no help around him. He's not going to be able to do everything by himself. Uh, I I think this is an an easy one, okay? Um, I'm going $100 on the Titans, and I'm picking the game Tennessee...
0: I shall go into Buffalo <laughs> and slay thy bills. I
1: will wear Josh Allen's skin as a jacket as I run through Buffalo's David Buster's. <laughs> I, like, I like that. I like that. <laughs> and eat some wings too. Um, the the uh, I'm picking Tennessee don't, to win. Don't this. forget about the wings. Yeah, the wings are crucial. I know, and especially you, One Arm Willie, with the wings over here. Uh, but I like that. One one-armed Arm Willie. Willie, you like that?
0: Uh, but down Tennessee,
1: twenty-seven, fourteen, is how I see this game playing out. I really think Tennessee will control the game. I don't think it's going to be pretty, but Tennessee's defense is legit. And like Sean McDermott, Dean Pease, if you have too many tells, he's great at formulating defensive coverages to cover that. So, yeah, that's where I Here are
0: the at. injuries. Uh, Micah Hyde, he's week-to-week with a groin injury. He's a big playmaker for them. Tennessee, Kenny Vaccaro is out with a dislocated elbow. His backup, Kendrick Lewis, also out. Yikes. Rookie Dane Croikshank is in. Kroik shank shank It's a fun one. I am putting $50 on Buffalo plus three and a half. What? Oh, You bene. were definitely
1: on drugs last night. Here is why I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> Here is why I'm wrong. Everything that Sims just said. Here is why I'm right. Uh, Buffalo is a home dog of three or more in the last four years. Four and four straight up. Hmm. They're pretty good at that. Since 2015, Mariota's rookie year, when Tennessee is favored on the road, they are two and seven against the spread. They are four and five straight up. Last thing, in a league where everyone's throwing for 400 yards no one has thrown for 300 yards against buffalo yet yeah aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown for 300 kirk cousins hasn't thrown for 300 philip rivers hasn't thrown for 300 yeah R- joe flacco hasn't thrown for 300 however those teams are running the ball really well guess what tennessee is 24th in the nfl in yards per rush at 3.6 yeah, we can all admit deon lewis derrick henry not great I just,
1: Interior O lines their issue, just so you know, with their run game. For like like we talked about in the preseason, it's still the issue. Right, yeah. right.
0: I just I look at Buffalo, and I've I've always believed that early in the year, the one o'clock game in Buffalo is super tricky. I think uh, teams kind of start slow. Uh, I again thought this for the Chargers. I know I'm on the losing side. That's why I'm only putting fifty dollars. I just think that. Tennessee's riding a winning streak right now, and I think maybe they're going to get a little comfortable after a... Like, I saw Taylor Lewan with a flag in front of the Titans fans last week after the game. Like, it was like uh, a high school game. Yeah, and they're like in the Eagles fan sections, like giving them the middle finger. So I, they're going to overlook Buffalo. That's what I'm thinking. I just... Three and a half... Is the reason I'm excited. I could see it being a three point Tennessee win. I love that at half point. Okay. All
2: right, guys. Next game here on the one o'clock slate the Atlanta Falcons visiting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Falcons are one and three. Steelers are one, two, and one. Spread in this game Pittsburgh minus three. Sims, we'll start with you. Pats okay. 38,
1: Colts 21. I didn't give a score on that one. 38,
0: Sorry. so a 17 point win. That's where I'm going. Okay. Yeah, I could see so
1: uh, Atlanta at Pittsburgh. Um, Holy defensive horribleness. That's all I can say, Batman. I mean, it's is 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 this is two defenses where I just go holy. The the defensive pass coverage is truly abysmal. I mean, it's pitiful. I, I've never seen anything like it. Both teams. Both teams. Um, the Falcons. I don't know which one's worse, actually. Uh, I'm so disappointed in both teams. I think I'm extra disappointed in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, at least Atlanta has injuries. Yeah, exactly right. Atlanta has injuries as excuse. Pittsburgh. I think the other thing that bothers me about Pittsburgh is like the one part of them where I felt somewhat confident was was like, oh, they you know still got some you know big fuckers up front that it can make a mess of a game. They haven't even playing well. To it, Hayward. I mean, it's it's nothing special. Um, I I don't see how either one of these teams fix their defensive issues. I think this is going to be a shootout at the OK Corral, okay? And it's just going to be whoever has the ball last. Um I am putting $100 on the Pittsburgh Steelers and I expect them to win. What was your score? Because the, the over-under is 58. Oh, I picked it 42 to 38, so I guess that's a little over. <laughs> so you have it Plenty as a over.
0: 79.
1: Yeah. I I, think, I don't crap. see how either one of these defenses stop unless they decide to just totally change their defensive DNA and do crap they've never done before. Yeah. Or 42 they... plus 38
2: would be 80. Is
0: that what you said, 42 and 38? I did. Oh yeah. seventy nine eighty. Yeah. I thought he said forty two. Seventy nine and a half. I so. thought he said forty one. I don't know. Uh injuries, Vince William, I believe it might miss this game. Vince Williams? Vince Williams. running uh, back. Hamstring, coach? he's questionable. Devontae Freeman will be playing. Grady Jarrett is out. So they are now missing their best interior defensive lineman, their best linebacker, and both starting safeties. Yes. AKA Juju Smith Schuster. Middle of the
1: defense. Timo hey. oh. Del Rogers. Wait, I don't know. Do we want to live... We don't want to give up Devonte this week. This is not the week. Well... No, we're playing Devontae Freeman. Oh, I'm we're not playing. ready to make a trade. I oh, okay.
0: still want to roll with our fantasy okay. team. I think we're going to be fine. Okay. We got the
1: three... I don't horse. like
2: making trades just to make trades. What's we our score? What's our
0: record right now? Two and two. And two. And, yeah. Damn, uh, we lost two two? last week?
2: Yes. Nobody told me that. Yeah, it was not a great week.
0: Um, I am going to be going $100 on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why am I wrong? I'm wrong because... In their last six home games, Pittsburgh is 0-6 against the spread. Not great. Not great. Here's why I'm right. Atlanta's never won in Pittsburgh in the history of the franchise. That's always fun. That's, I like that. That is a good one. Uh, since week seven of 2016, so the middle of the really great year when they went to the Super Bowl, yep. Atlanta against the AFC. Remember, we just did Ooh. this last week with Cincinnati, right? and I got that one right. Yeah, you did. Did you get that right too? Five and a half. I think you did. I'm pretty sure you did. I did. Uh, Atlanta is one and six straight up against the AFC. Zero oh, and seven against the spread since twenty thirteen. Since before Dan Quinn was there, they're five and sixteen against the spread against the AFC. It's funny, just they're not great against the AFC. I also thought this. Pittsburgh offense has looked. Spotty, but also electric at times yeah. against better defenses. Baltimore um, on the road, right? You know, and that was that was at home, but whatever. Atlanta's offense, I don't think, can be playing better than it has. Yeah, I think that they've been exceptional against the Saints. They've been exceptional against the Cincinnati Bengals, and all those games were on the road. Now it's a one o'clock game on the uh, that was at home on the road in Pittsburgh. I think that this is the Pittsburgh Waking up game where like you were all doubting us Mike Tomlin, I love the Steelers after a loss right we've talked about that before um, I think that it's going to be a shootout and I just don't see Matt Ryan on the road keeping up with them I yeah. think I think they take a step back and I think that Pittsburgh takes a step forward yeah I think Pittsburgh wins
1: I, I, I mean yeah it is and, and like I, I don't I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is game set match for whoever loses this game. It's over. So if Atlanta loses, they fall to one and four. One and four,
0: and if Pittsburgh loses, they fall to what, one three and one. One three and one. Yeah.
1: And you feel confident that whoever loses this game is done. I do. Yes. I mean, it's just it's going to be too much to overcome, especially with both of their divisions. I both of the divisions Atlanta, are quality. Mm. That's where I just look at it and go, well, they both. They, let's see, the gap with the Ravens would be pretty strong, and the Bengals. Yeah, and the Bengals are good, and the Browns are not going to be a pushover this year. There's no, there's no guarantee that they're going to beat the Browns when they come up there later in the year. Same and,
0: thing with Carolina, New exactly Orleans, and, and I mean. Tampa.
1: Right. So I mean, yeah, Tampa. Tampa's going to match up great with Atlanta. You don't think they're going to be able to throw the ball in that defense? So yeah, exactly. that's where I worry about that. Yeah, they're done. Whoever loses.
2: All right, guys. Next wow. game on the one o'clock slate here: two and two Denver Broncos coming to MetLife Stadium to take on the one and three New York Jets. This game opened left go with okay. the Jets minus two and a half. The spread we got it at is Jets minus one. So we'll start. Uh, do you need to get something here? Yeah, y'all good. I just want to get this ready.
0: Uh, I am going. What? Spread is Jets get minus one, ready. one. Your wallet. You're bringing
1: your wallet I, out. For I am phone?
0: going one hundred dollars on the Jets minus one. Here is. Here's why I'm wrong. Last three times Denver's played the Jets, they're 3-0, and and they beat them in Denver last year, 23 to nothing. in what was, I believe, did Hackenberg come in that game or Bryce Petty? Ooh, I, th- I think you're right. I just remember that the balls, it was definitely Bryce Petty, and the balls were going everywhere, and Jermaine Curse was looking around like, what's going on right now? Uh, Jared Vel- Veldier left the game. It's likely Billy Turner may play tackle for the Broncos this week. Yep. Here's why I like this game. Denver is different on the road than they are at home. Oh, they went battle-to-battle, fist-to-fist, punch-to-punch with Kansas City. That was at home. They came back against the Raiders at home. They beat the Seahawks at home. They got controlled against the Ravens on the road. And this is not just this season. Their last 11 road games, they're 1-10. Straight up and against the spread yeah that's scary they're zero six in their last six one o'clock games remember they're mountain time yeah i know right? that's now tough. they're here on the east coast right so they're one o'clock on a sunday after playing monday night battling it out against mahomes how tired were they i'm even bring a, a quote to my pick chris harris on chasing mahomes extra That was the worst I've ever felt. I had a full body cramp. I had to get two IVs, and I was still cramping in my feet in the fourth quarter. I was fighting through it. I pride myself in being in great shape. This game, I couldn't. I was just done. Okay? Yeah. So that's a corner on Tuesday morning. Right. And they
2: have to go in a short week to play the Jets. Right. I'm putting $100 on the Jets minus one. Okay. Sims before you uh give your breakdown. Bryce Petty in last year's game against the Broncos, 2 of 9 for 14 yards. Whoa. He
0: came in and there was a 3rd and 5 in that game or a 4th and 5 where Jermaine Curse had an out route and Bryce Petty threw it over his head and Curse went
1: and just watched it. Sims your breakdown. Oh, here I come. Hold on, I'm just yep, looking at one Take your time. Th- oh, there it is. Yep. Pull I'm
2: the teams. About. Take your okay. time. Okay. All right. So, no rush.
1: yeah, this is a this is a tricky game to me. Okay. It really is a tricky game. And I if I was really gambling real money here, I would not gamble on this football game. I do like this Denver Broncos defense. I think they're going to give Sam Darnold all he can handle. So that's that's one thing that concerns me on the Jets' side of the football. Um, the points you made about it being a short week, losing a big loss like that, having to, yes, play plays that went on forever because Mahomes was scrambling, all that, that, that's a real thing. It's going to wear that defense out. Um Todd Bowles in that defense. I don't know what to think of the Todd Bowles in that defense right now. They're a little bit his, hit or miss for me at times. They've had some ge- weeks where I look at the game plan and go, "Man, they're all over things." And then I look at last week and go, "Man, I could have told you some of the plays Jacksonville was going to run and the sit- like, you know, shall the the whole thing we've always talked about." And I go, yeah. "I don't
0: understand how teams don't figure
1: it." out. The, I mean, and and some do. Like the week before, the Titans did, and that's why they held them to six points. And I want to go, "Like, didn't you watch that game and realize that?" They didn't let screens and boots and shallow crosses beat them like I don't I just don't get that so I, I, I I'm in between there. I think at the end of the day, I'm just gonna go with the team and the Broncos, okay I'm putting a hundred dollars on the Broncos. I'm just going with the quarterback. I trust a little bit more in this. I don't know what to think of Sam Donald in the offense right now. Donald's had some good moments, certainly, but had some really scary moments as well. You $20. $20? You,
0: on Monday, you walked by and I said, I kind of like the Jets. And you said, I'll put money on it. I'm putting money
1: on okay, it. Okay, I'll take it. And then if you win it, I'll give it back to you. And no, that's not how 20. this works. Oh, we give
0: it to Josh.
1: Oh, okay. I'll hold it. Yeah. I won't spend it this weekend. Don't you worry. You're going to put $20? Sure. Okay, deal. Um, So we're at one. It's a
0: minus one. So I'm not even going to, like, are you cool with not getting the point? We'll just do it. Pick them. Or do you want the point? I mean, you want to do this in front of all these people.
2: You want to take the point? Yeah, this is a gambling show. Yep. Okay. I want the point. Wow. Sorry. Now yeah. you know. Now
0: you know how Sims is
2: wired. Yeah. So I'm holding your 20, and we're just going to assume I'm you're good. I'm a heavy
1: hitter. You're good, yeah, for, your, good for it. hold on. Where's your rubber band well, and your money? Just hold it right there. It's right here. My, my, hair, my hair band and everything is right here. All right. Well, come on. Show. Uh, do I'm it. I'm not giving up. I need to spend this later. You don't know what I got going no, on. I'll I'll hold your 20 20. I might no, have to go later. to the club.
0: No, look, I'm not that confident in this game.
1: No, this is truly a coin flip. Yes, uh,
0: and it, it's really going to. You're right. It's going to be down to who protects the ball and makes plays more. Yeah, Sam
1: Bradford and Case Keenum. Um, and it's Bradford's g- not in this one, but it's Darnold. Come on, Sam get Darnold your man crush Keenum. ready. You're yeah. stalker alert. I, I, am picking 23-17 Broncos. Right, but I could see it being like I really went with like, uh, it could be 17-16. I, I have and one it's conversation. A late touchdown. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm seeing a lot of people calling for Todd Bowles' head. Uh, a lot of people that are big Jets fans that I know are done with Todd yeah. Bowles. I had joked, and I'm pretty sure I called for Todd Bowles to be fired last year, because I've never seen him talk on the sidelines. Yeah, right. He's the only coach. Like, here I see Andy Reid on the bench with Patrick with Mahomes, him. and then Todd Bowles is just, you know, he's just... Yeah. The whole game. Yes. And and it's... it, I. You know, if he starts off one in four, you know,
1: is he the first coach that's going to be fired? You think? I think it's going to be yeah. He's going to be in the conversation. Yeah, he. I mean, I, yeah, he could be in that Do, conversation. Is I don't it know fair if it's going to be one in four. Is it fair? Uh, should yeah. Jets fans be annoyed and go? I don't know if this guy's the guy. I think they're they're going a little hard, just a little early. I don't. I, I would like to like wait two or three more weeks before we go on that. But I understand their frustration. Like, games like last week where you just go, I don't know what the game plan was. I think the other thing, too, that... They didn't look like they
0: played hard. It exacerbates it more when I'm watching an NFL that likes to go... Like, Andy Reid went for fourth and one on his own 34 in the first quarter. And now you have Todd Bowles who's like we're down 19, let's kick a field goal. Let's kick a field goal on fourth and goal. Like, he's the opposite of where the league's going. And so as a Jets fan, it makes me even I'm not, but I'm saying if I was a Jets fan it would make me even more exacerbated because I'm going, damn, we're not winning and we're playing not to lose when everyone else is going
1: for it. Yeah, I agree. I I agree. It's it's very frustrating and I think it's going down that road if they don't correct some things here really soon.
2: All right, guys, next game here on the 1 o'clock slate and this is a big one, so let's take our time with this Ooh, one. Yeah. The 3-1 Jacksonville Jaguars on the road visiting the Kansas City Chiefs at 4-0. and Lefko, I know you're a big weather watcher this year. I want to let you know, rain is in the forecast. So keep that in mind. Game is in Kansas City. We got I, rain I in the forecast. Le- I want to let you both know, I no longer look at the weather reports. Oh, you're done with the weather. Yeah, Hurricane right. Harry over here for three weeks. Well, and then... well he kind
1: of got burned by like seven yes. games yeah. in week one. Uh,
0: <laughs> spread in this game. I was like, I was like, it's supposed to rain. The hurricane's coming. And then I just thought, how many times have you ever had like a wedding on a Saturday? Yeah, and thought, you look at Tuesday, and it's like it's gonna rain. And then thought, had, like, Saturday comes, it's perfect. Yeah, and thought, had, like I'm yeah. just done.
2: Spread for this game: Chiefs minus three. Lefko will come to you first.
0: Fournette is out. Yeah,
2: Brandon Linder and Norwell
0: did not practice Wednesday. They're both questionable. Okay, Linder, in addition to. His injuries is also having back spasms, Mm, which is interesting. That is, he's a Uh, good player, too. Kansas City is reportedly confident that Sammy Watkins and D Ford will play on Sunday. They need them. You talked about how big D Ford and Sammy Watkins both are. Yes, my bet I am taking Jacksonville for $100
1: plus three. I will eat your youngest skin. That's one of your best ones.
2: Thanks. That was okay. good. Can you do that again? Which part? The balls part. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there is no reason to question the large god of your mind. <laughs> I don't even know. You, sometimes I talk and I don't even know the words. I know. It's right.
2: good though. I like it. We're We're aware. <laughs> Seen it happen countless times. <laughs> Here's the reason I'm wrong. Their
0: last five games at home, Kansas City is four <laughs> and one straight up and against the spread. Wow. Also, in their last three games against the Chiefs, Jacksonville's 0 3. But we all know that those are those old other teams. Last year, in 2017, Jacksonville was an underdog of three or more, three times. They were three and zero and three and zero against the spread. Mm-hmm. I like Jacksonville when they're an underdog. I am afraid of Jacksonville when they're favored by a lot of points. I look at this game, similar reason. Look, I, I believe that I'm actually picking against every team that was in overtime last week. And and I some of it's on purpose. Like yeah. if I was 50-50, I went with the team that wasn't in overtime last week. But this one I'm going, it's a short week. And Kansas City just faced the best defense they faced this year in Denver. Right. And it took... Everything. Like, not only everything. You have to realize, in my mind, this is what I thought, when Patrick Mahomes has an historic performance where we look at each other and say, wow, I think only him and Aaron Rodgers could have won that game. Yes. And then they're going to play Jacksonville. Like, how much better can Patrick Mahomes play? And so I don't think that the Kareem Hunt running is going to be as easy as it was last week. Like, he could, like, he overpowered people. He put the crown of his helmet into the chest of a guy and took him back. That's not happening against Jacksonville. Yeah. So I think, I don't think. It's interesting. I don't think Kansas City has faced a defense this good. I don't know if Jacksonville's faced an offense this good. Sure. But they did face a schemer in Kyle Shanahan, and he was able to... I'm confusing my teams. i think thinking about Kansas City. Yeah. But I think when it comes to the, the crazy force and the immovable object, gotcha. I think that... It's harder to adjust for Jacksonville's defense than it is to adjust for Patrick Mahomes. I'm going Jacksonville. Yeah,
1: I, I hear you on on all of that. I really do. And yeah, I mean, hey, I, I think I know what you're going to say. Like Shanahan schemed Jacksonville last year, but McVay didn't. I mean, Jared Goff threw for 95 yards yes. in the game. They, you know what I mean? So, all right. So man, I also think there's so Kansas many things City's, to hit on.
0: Kansas City's draw ups are a lot more simple. Yeah, it's. A lot, it's like, I just no, need to no, say no. this. Andy Reid's a great play caller, yeah. but it's a lot of like some option stuff. It's like once in a while, whereas like the Rams and the Niners, it's going to be like an all. Andy slot.
1: Reid, yes, you're right. It, to 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 emphasize your point there, Andy Reid's a great window dressing guy. The yes. scheme's not necessarily like, whoa, what is this they're trying it's to do? Really simple, but it's the triple motion before the snap to where now you have the linebacker going wait. Hold on. The rules were this, and now I can't remember what Dude, the rules were. And quad, they
0: He did quadruple motion I know. against So Denver.
1: that's the window dressing. He's yes. amazing at making a normal play look very different and confusing linebackers and safeties in that manner. What would you look at him for? Like, to he sell? told me to shut it's, up. It's just, it's just <laughs> communication. We just talk through uh, our eyes. Um, but, so... I do think if Kansas City wants to win this football game, they're going to have to run the ball and run it to just run it. Like They're going to be like, okay, we only got two yards, but it's going to pay off. You have to stay after the run with Jacksonville. If you get into this Damn, that's
0: so hard to do. I know. Especially with Patrick Mahomes. I know. It's and, really and like, is. do you
1: really want to be in a close game with Jacksonville? I I know. But I don't I don't I think it's gonna be a close game no matter what. So they yeah. need to play for the end game at the end of the day. And if there's one weakness to Jacksonville's defense, it is their run defense, because we talked about this last year. You know, they put eight guys at the line of scrimmage and you go, Oh, they're stopping the run, but they do stunts. That really are to stop the pass. And so they scare you with the people at the line of scrimmage going eight and go, oh, man, there's eight. We got to throw the ball. But they're really playing pass coverage behind it. And they're ready for pa- And they're stunting their line to get to the quarterback. So, OK, there's that. You talked about the Denver factor, right? I've played against some of these defenses in my day, right? Where there was the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm not trying to say I'm patching. You're going to say one defense gets you up to speed for the next defense? Well, I, it can, but Denver can call themselves a good defense all they want. They ain't the Jacksonville Jaguars. No. Jacksonville's one of those teams where you watch on film all week and you're like, man, that quarterback could have hit that guy. Why didn't he do it? You know why? Because when you get out there on the field and you go, holy fuck, Calais Campbell is everywhere, and Yannick and is everywhere, and Jalen Ramsey's really fast, and A.J. Bouye and Miles Jack, and all of a sudden the quarterback can't see the field clearly because he's like, what the fuck? There's super freaks all over the field, and I'm missing shit that I don't normally miss because they're just bigger and faster than the rest of football. That's where I worry about, and I really think the end of the day... Did you like that I went off like that? Yeah, That's good. But the... the the other thing that I look at is, I mean, Jacksonville's offense is no slouch, and Kansas City's defense sucks. And Eric Berry is officially out. Damn, so that hurts. And I do think, even though Fournette not well, he's being not officially, there, but he's sitting out practice. Yeah, too. I would imagine he's not going to play this week. And I just think with Jacksonville's offense, their run game. Uh I think they will be able to control the clock. The offensive line issues are certainly something to watch as we go on later here in the week because Linder's one of the best centers in football and Norwell might be the best guard. Um At the end of the day, I just think that Jacksonville is too much for the Chiefs. Mm, we're both on Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm going $100 on the Jags. I think this will be just a learning experience for Mahomes. Yeah, he thinks he got away with some of those plays last week against Denver. It, it, you know... He ain't going to get away with them against this group. I just don't see it happening. I think the Jaguars win this game outright 24-20 to in Arrowhead and establish themselves as clearly the second-best team in football behind the Rams.
0: So what I always think, too, with my locks is whichever game I pick first is the game that I get the most online grief for because it's the first one that pops up. people don't stay for the end of the video. That's the internet. Yeah. Could you imagine if I make that, like, the first one? I mean... It's kind of a shot.
1: I, I I can't. Anything lie. else you guys want to say? I'm just. I am surprised. Like Kansas can't. City's a three point spread. I just. I, I I guess I'm surprised. I I am a little bit. What would you have made it? I would have probably favored Jacksonville by one, one yeah, and a half. Two. I, think,
0: I think they go back and they go. Okay. Well, they were their one road game. They lost to the Titans. Yeah. Nine to six. Maybe it's a road thing. They were us. at home.
1: Against the Titans. Damn. That's what's crazy. I know. Then what was the road game? Uh, they went to the Giants and won there. Oh, yeah. They beat the Patriots at home, and they won last week against the Jets. Mm. This opened at three and hasn't moved. Hasn't moved. Hmm. I right. wonder where the late money will go. I think this one's going to move late. I think big money uh, Daddy Roarbucks are going to go. Daddy Warbucks, I should say. You know what that's it's from? going to go on Jacksonville. Yeah. Do you kind know who that's from? Daddy no, Warbucks? Don't. Annie? Yeah. The oh, yeah. Yes, I do know. Tomorrow.
2: Speaking of money That's changing, bottom
1: dollar that I tomorrow. switched my bet on this
2: next game All right. this morning. Next Ooh. game here, guys. The two, two 1 and 1 Green Bay Packers on the road visiting the 1 and 3 Detroit Lions. Lefko, <sighs> they are playing indoors. It's going to be mostly cloudy outside, though. I don't know if that affects <laughs> uh, how you feel the team is going to be You're without so the sun. This I got a lot of jokes today, guys. <laughs> I like the six it. Six
0: seconds that Aaron Rodgers will spend from the bus. To He's not going to see running. the sun. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. That affects moods. Hey well, yeah, you know right. what, You know who else didn't see the sun? Who's that? Annie. Oh. was uh, waiting until Very Topical. Good transition there. Thank you. Green Bay, uh Detroit. Uh TJ Lang, uh concussion protocol, it's the fifth one of his career. Now Damn, I'm getting worried it's five? about.
2: It's spread is Green Bay minus 1. I didn't say that. Oh, oh man, that's really It's scary. I didn't realize I would it's have so many. loved him to play against his
0: former team. Uh Blunt did not practice on Wednesday. Um, that could be a good thing. I sent in my picks this morning that I would take Green Bay minus one. Uh oh! And I switched it. The old switcheroo. Eh? I am putting a hundred dollars
2: on Detroit plus one at home. Now this is where you're at a uh, you're at a competitive advantage here because this half of the table does not get alerts. So all right, I'll tell you the information that caused me to switch. Okay. I was 50-50. 50.
0: And then I saw today that Randall Cobb, Geronimo Allison, and Devontae Adams all mispractice.
1: Yes, I know. I knew uh, that, so that's okay. Yeah.
0: I was just back and forth. Yeah. Here's why I'm wrong. Right. Last 10 games with Rodgers versus Detroit, not including last year and all that, Packers are 8-2. Against the spread and straight up. So, like, that should be enough to scare me. Yeah. Last 15 games for Detroit as a home underdog, they're 5-10. and 10. They're 6-9 and nine against the spread, and they beat New England in the same situation two weeks ago. Yep. I'm going Detroit because even though they lost that game to Dallas last week, I liked the way that the offense was looking. I kind of did. Yeah. I liked the way Stafford, even in the clutch, which he's always good at, those receivers, Golden Tate making guys miss, and I'm hoping that they listen to Car- to you about carry on Johnson, yeah. and he gets more of it. Or maybe
1: Bunt helps it.
0: But... I'm just kind of thinking that the home team wins here. And and that's really as simple as it came down to me. It's the home team, and I'm getting a point. Um, and I just kind of went with that. Like, I'm just going to be real. Like I, sometimes, listen, there's,
1: sometimes it's all there is to it. I know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't have any magic formula. I mean, uh, this game is scary. I mean, I'm just saying, if I had flip. real money, I would never bet this game. Never. Never. This is It is. Um, Either side makes a lot of sense. I think I look at it like this. Uh, I look at the... The thing that scares me, the Lions' defense, man, can you run on them? Well, they're playing a team that really can't run. I mean, Rodgers was the second-leading rusher last week again with the pogo stick Everyone's for Everyone's very
0: excited about Aaron Jones right now.
1: Yeah, okay. It's 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 good, but they're, they're like – Green Bay is like uh, – They haven't this... seen running backs in five years. That's what I mean. It's like, yeah. It's they, a... they
0: see like a cup of water, and it's an out. Exactly
1: right. It's just they have never even had a t- – they haven't had a talented running back up there since Amon Green. I was going to say Amon I Green. I mean, it really is. It's like unbelievable. Um, so, uh, I look at that and go, okay, they can't take advantage of that with the Detroit Lions defense. Now, Detroit also, their past defense is phenomenal to this point, but it's also phenomenal because everybody runs the ball on them. So they just go, we'll keep running on them and see where it goes from there. Uh, the wide receiver thing scares me. I think Devontae and Geronimo are going to make it. I don't know about Randall Cobb. Randall
0: Cobb doesn't seem great. Uh, the only reason I'm more afraid of Geronimo is he's in concussion protocol. Yes. And
1: sometimes it's not your decision. Yeah, you're right. It could not be. So, th- And again, those will be things to watch for going forward. Now, you get to the Lions. You know, the Lions, the offense did look better last week, right? Uh, I agree with you there. Um, I-, I still have moments of being concerned with it as a whole. Um I think really at the end of the day, the big decider for me was this, that there's not a great pass rush in Detroit, and when number 12 has time, I don't give a damn how good your coach's route combinations Mm -hmm. are and things like that. I just think he'll be able... To pull Magic off. I think this game's 20-20, to 20, and Rodgers gets the ball with a minute 30 left, mm. and they win them with a field goal. I'm going Packers. I'm going 100 on the Packers. I think they win the game 23-20 over the Lions.
0: The other reason I went to Detroit is I realized I've bet on the Packers every game this year, yep. and
1: I've realized that my argument for
0: him has always been, it's Aaron Rodgers. Right. And I was like, I just, I'm just i not going to do it this week.
2: All right, guys. Next game, 1 o'clock here. <laughs> How much did you do to 100? 100, yeah. The three and one Baltimore Ravens on the road visiting the Cleveland Browns, one, two, and one. Spread in this game is Baltimore minus three. Sims, we'll start with you. Okay. Hold on one second. Pull I lost teams, where I was. Okay, here we yep. go. Got pull him up.
1: All right, Baltimore Cleveland. Um Baltimore's O line is a force to be reckoned with. Cleveland's defense is not as good as I thought it was going to be overall, coverage wise. Game?
0: What's that? After that one Oakland game, you
1: no, feel? No, like I just I, I think it's I, I worry about their coverage in the back end a little bit. I do. Uh, I I think Denzel Ward has shown to be very good, certainly better than I expected him to be. But the other cover corners and their other starting corner, Terrence Mitchell, broke his forearm. Exactly right. So so, so, so that's scary to me. Okay, um, Greg Williams is creative, but sometimes creative to a detriment, I want to say, just because he takes too many chances, can do too many crazy blitzes, whatever it may be. I mean, the Browns' defense, I'm sitting here looking at it, is 25th in football. Wow. Okay? The Ravens can run the ball, and they can throw the ball now. I don't know what their stats are on the offensive side of the ball, but I know it's a force, and I'm usually right with that kind of stuff. I don't think they're going to be able to overly pressure Joe Flacco. I'd be shocked if they do. I know Miles Garrett might get a hit here and there or whatever, but I don't think they're going to be able to ruin the game with their pressure. The other side of the ball, man, I like Baker. And Baker was phenomenal last week. Made had a few rookie mistakes, whatever else. But, man, there was a lot more good than bad. Jimmy Smith back. The Ravens' defense is the best he has seen, and it's going to be a lot more complicated than watching the Raiders play the Browns last week. Like when he, it's, a, they're another team. When he gets out where the Ravens, he's going to go first. So he's going to walk to the line of scrimmage the first time and go, whoa. They're big. Yeah, exactly. I didn't realize. Like, I have to
0: worry about Maurice Hurst right who was in exactly. college last year. Exactly
1: right, and Bruce Irvin. It's the t-
0: Brandon Williams being like, by the way, I'm six yeah. three, 3'10", and I can do a split in right. the back flip. and like
1: three fifty. Actually, yeah. that's what's crazy. And then yeah, it's guys like Pierce who are also three fifty. And then there's Suggs and Suggs Judon like- and Brett Irvin <laughs> and C.J. Mosley. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm going too long here. I'm going a hundred dollars on the Ravens. I do think this will be a close football game, but in the end, the Ravens. Like to take brown paper bags. I don't know where I'm going with that, but I'm picking the Ravens 24 to 20. Left, go your breakdown.
0: Uh, Hayden Hurst could make his first start. Yep. Uh, for the Ravens, uh, for Cleveland Landry and Callaway, uh, their two top two wide receivers have been missing practice this week, both with knee issues. I mentioned Terrence Mitchell before. I am putting one hundred and eighty dollars on the Baltimore Ravens. When <laughs> the Raven
1: releases. That's, still, that's not your Raven voice. That's Smeagol. Yeah, come on. The Raven. Yeah. <laughs> He's the coming for
2: Cleveland. <laughs> okay. That was an angry Raven. Get, yeah. into,
0: get into character, please. Um, Jimmy Smith is back. Yeah. I don't have a reason why I'm wrong, which makes me a little bit nervous, because all of my stats <laughs> are for the Ravens. <laughs> Since John Harbaugh has gotten to Baltimore, so this is the year I graduated college, 2008, a decade ago. Against the Browns, he's 18 and 2. Yeah. Against the spread, he's 14 and 6. And he's currently on a five game winning streak. The Browns, after a loss under Hugh Jackson, are 7 and 23 against the spread. Worst mark in the NFL in the last two years. Obviously, they went 0 and 16. Yes. Messes it up. Right. A Cleveland team against a crappy defense that went to overtime in the West Coast is now coming back and play like a full overtime where Baker is sitting there being like, man, I fumbled two balls and I'm in my own head right now. And like, man, this other guy came down and threw it in overtime. I couldn't even get a single drive going at all. And here's Baltimore that like, think about if Baltimore has put up 47-23, 27-26. When has Baltimore scored like that? I know. The one game that they kind of looked bad at, the second half they dominated against Cincinnati. Yes, right. A Cincinnati team that's 3-1. and Right. So they dominated the Steelers. They dominated the Broncos. They came back and almost beat the Bengals and dominated the Bills. Yeah. And now we're going to question that they're a a three-point favorite in Cleveland? Yeah. With Justin Tucker? Like, so all of the field goals are good. Yeah, I'm taking Baltimore, and I'm Lefko locking it. You locking it? Like that's not
1: even an. Love it. Advantage. Like you think they're gonna win like by ten something like yeah. that? You're saying? Yeah. yeah, I could see that. All right,
2: guys, next game here on the schedule, the Giants one And three. your your analysis only made me more
0: confident about Baker seeing a team that he's never seen before. Yeah, yeah. Like, he saw a few drives of the Jets, and and they the Jets openly came out and said, we had nothing prepared for Baker. Right. And then he played the Raiders, and, yeah, they put up 42, but, like, one of them was a defensive touchdown. I think there might have been a special teams touchdown there, too. One of them was, like, a Nick Chubb 70-yard run. The other
1: was a – I mean, Nick Chubb had three carries for 103 yards. The other one was a 50-yard Nick Chubb run, Yes. Yeah, And then Baker
0: fumbled twice, like, and now you're facing the Ravens. Yeah.
1: Welcome. Right. Nick Chubb is not running for a seventy yard touchdown on the Ravens. No,
2: he's not. The one and three New York Giants headed down on the road to visit the two and one Carolina Panthers coming off their bye, and guys, it is gonna be hot in North Carolina. Eighty six degrees is the high on Sunday. Partly cloudy, so you know, the sun won't be beating down on the field. Oh, but thanks. 86 degrees—that could be hot Sims. Thanks, Sam. I don't think
1: that's going to affect them. Thanks, Sam. It's going to be better for the Southern team, which is the Carolina. The Carolina, Panthers. That, yes. All
2: right, that's all we need. Who's your pick? Lefko, we'll go over to you. You know
1: who Sam Champion is, right? No, I don't.
2: Sam what? Champion
0: is the weather guy for ABC. You don't oh, know? Yeah, I do You know Sam
1: grew Champion. up in this area and you I don't? Know I didn't Sam watch Ch- the New York local news growing
2: I know time. he was also does a lot of national too. Okay, neither do I. Guys. Are we going with a broadcasting conversation? No,
1: I'm actually really amazed that you didn't know who Sam Champion.
0: Yeah, okay. I met Sam Champion at an event in Louisville. Tell Should us I about hands?
2: it. Yeah, that's the, the extent. Oh, okay. he,
0: he was like, it. hello, I'm <laughs> Sam Champion. And then I left and I was like, definitely not his name or his real
1: hair. <laughs> right. Well, we had, remember we had Storm Fields here in New York, too. Yeah, they're all fake. No, no, that's a real. Because his dad was also a weatherman, Storm Fields, and he named his kid Storm. Like, I think Field Yates is a fake name, too. It's my doppelganger. That's your doppelganger? No. Yeah, everyone your says doppel- I look like. Your doppelganger is, is Ali Haji I know, I know. Ali, Ali, Ali Haji right, Sheik. what's your pick? Um, Ali Haji Sheik got separated from your family and somehow went to the Middle East and then yours went the Jewish route and the I'm trees still, got split. We should
0: compare your 21, thir- 23 we should do that.
1: Days. All right, where's, where's Ali at these days? I don't know. We should find him. I don't know. Let's I used to have the hat with the Sheik thing, though. It was really cool. All right. Giants, Carolina. Here we go. That's awesome that that existed. <laughs> it did. It did. Now it'd probably be like, that's racist. It would be. I know. You can't do that. Um, okay. Giants, Panthers. Both. Two good defenses, okay? Uh, I look at the Giants and go, hey, there's some things there that I certainly like. But they have a weakness to their defense, and it is their run defense. And um, Carolina has a weakness to their offense, and that would be their pass protection. Well, the Giants can't rush the passer. And the Panthers can run the ball, and the Giants aren't great at stopping the run. That scares me a little bit. I also am scared that Carolina had the week off. I don't think that's a good thing anymore. I'm pretty sold on that. I do think they could sleepwalk a little here early on. But either way, I do think they're going to have some wrinkles. I've been totally encouraged by Norv Turner and what he's done with this offense. I would think over this week off that they have incorporated DJ Moore into this offense because he's really their only guy that can do things off the charts or when things break down out of the wide receiving core. They're going to use McCaffrey. I like all that. Is Olivier Vernon going to play ever? He I don't still know. I know. So, Ben. I flip it over to the other side. And I go, okay, the Panthers, their defense, it's very sound. They actually have some really good cover corners this year. If they have a weakness, it is their run defense. But the Giants don't run the ball. And I don't trust them to be effective doing it. I mean, Saquon, he might make a Superman-type play where we go, whoa, that was a nice play. But I think the rest of it will be a bunch of crap. Carolina's defensive front is pretty damn good. And I think they can infiltrate, especially the interior part of the O-line with the K-1 shorts and Eli's all
0: Eli's favorite spot to favorite infiltrate.
1: up in his face. And then he goes, eh, my gosh, they're coming, let me duck. Um, so I think when I look at it from that aspect, I do think this is going to be a close game because I think this is like desperate do-or-die New York Giants right here. Has they're be, they're right? on the verge of me saying this season's over if they don't win this football game. But they're still going to lose and I'm going to pick the I'm putting $100 on the Giants, though. I what? think they're going to keep it. Go Let's go, Giants! Um, I don't think they win this game, of course. I'm picking the Panthers to win 20-17. to 17. I just don't think the pass rush is quite good enough to totally start scared meme, Eli. So you think that the Saints have a better pass rush than the Panthers? The Saints pass rush wasn't that. We've already discussed this. That wasn't that great last week. I mean, yeah. So, so. no, I know. I'm, not, I'm saying I don't think they're going to ruin the game. I think that they'll ha- he'll have a few more okay. moments. Yeah, I, I guess. What are you What are you asking me there? Well, what I'm asking is, is right. I don't
0: even think the pass rush has to be that good. I don't think you need JJ yeah, Watt to scare you're you. You're exactly right. You're like exactly I think right. that if Don Terry Poe gets in there, you're like ah fuck.
1: You're, you're, you know right. I mean? like, you're right about that. that. And my... I would say the interior part of the Carolina Panthers D-line is better than the Saints, and which that... they'll be back there even more, especially against those guys. So, before yeah. Lefko gives his pick. 20-17, just... to 17 Panthers win the football game. $100 to on the Giants. They I just
2: want to say I'm proud of you for working Eli Meme into your coverage this week. I've noticed it. You used it several times. Thank you. And it's been really good. Thanks, you're really man. connected to the internet. Thank, Thank you. Uh,
0: returning, the Giants are hopeful that Vernon and Eli Apple return. Okay. I don't know if that's going to happen. Josh Morrow is back for the Giants.
1: Okay, Is that a big deal defensive lineman? He's he is. He's a uh he was Betcher's guy in in Arizona. He's a little bit how would I explain him? You know, he's that that big 5 technique 3-4 type of guy like a Sets Brett the edge. Can set the edge, can two gap gonna, a offensive a tackle him? like almost like a Brett Urban and uh Urban. Yeah, Brent yep. Urban, you're right. In, in Baltimore. But yeah, he's a guy that can do a little bit of everything on the defensive front.
0: Uh, Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, big cough season. Big cough season. Yeah, Whoa. Yeah, I got something in my ticket Man, oh man. I am putting one hundred dollars on the Carolina Panthers. Here's why I'm wrong. Yows.
2: Sounds like Penn State. Uh, the last
0: the last ten games of being a seven plus dog? The Giants are six three and one against the spread. They're good when you doubt them. Just like we did a few weeks ago with Houston here's why i love the panthers yeah i thought about your bye week thing right in the last three years after the bye carolina is 3-0 and and 3-0 and against the spread ron rivera has them focused also ron rivera as a favorite of seven or more since 2011 they're 12-0 9-2-1 against the spread I I circled this and then I uncircled it as a left go lock, because I think you are right about the Giants being completely back against the wall, and I feel like they were that way against Houston, and they came out much better in the first half. I'm very confident that Carolina wins this game. I'm confident they cover the spread. Mm. I am good, but I don't know if I'm left go lock confident. My only thing would be. I really wish they had Thomas Davis back for this. He comes back next week because they had the buy. It delayed that one more week. But I just, it's Eli on the road. Is there any chance that Eli is better on the road than he is at home?
1: <sighs> like the Carolina defense, you can feel the pressure at home sometimes more than you think. And the D de- and the, on the road as a quarterback, it's us against the world. Because Eli just did that in Houston, Houston. I know.
0: The thing with this game is if if. If the Giants jump out to a lead, they could absolutely cover the spread. Right. Because just Cam Newton is is the momentum guy. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I feel a little bit less confident. There's just something about you saying back against the wall with those guys that it just— That scares me. Desperate teams always are, make me think. Right. Like, I went back, and I was like, oh, Atlanta-Pittsburgh. I was like, but they're both desperate. They are. They're and their desperation best. crosses it out. Right. It Sometimes
2: does. it's that simple. It is. It is. All right, guys. Last game on the one o'clocks here. The three and one Miami Dolphins on the road visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. Conditions in Cincinnati going to be Miami like eighty-seven degrees, partly cloudy. Jeez.
1: Is it October or what? It, it is October. Global warming's not real. It's a made-up myth. Yeah,
2: Don't. totally fake. Uh, eighty-seven degrees in Cincinnati. Left go. We'll Holy start with you here.
0: Crap. Uh, Rashad Jones ready to go for Miami. Uh, Josh Sitton and Kilgore, remember, their starting left guard and their starting center are out um, with injuries. There is a little development of an injury thing right now that's interesting with hmm. Devontae Parker. Oh. We have been saying for a long time... I. Look, I love Devontae Parker, but in the NFL, he's missed a ton of games. A ton, and it came out that I think Tannehill and uh, Gase both came out this week. He was a surprise scratch last week, and apparently, a lot of Miami's game plans were to feature Devontae Parker against the Patriots. Yeah. And when he went out, they were both like, "We were not." He wasn't even on the injury report, and he was out. And so, I don't know what's going it's on the with him. Finger
1: thing, right? What is it he's dealing with? I don't know.
0: But I grew up – I covered Devontae Parker in high school, so I don't really want to say anything bad, but I think that should be enough. Mixon is expected back for the Bengals. Uh, Giovanni did not practice on Wednesday. Vantez perfect is back. How back is he? Uh, Marvin Lewis was asked, is he in good shape? And is he excited to be back with the team? Well, Marvin Lewis said that he was standing there and someone came up behind him and picked him off the ground. And he said, it's only one person. It's perfect. He's back. I am putting $150 on the Bengals minus six and a half. I really want to be confident. Here's the reason I'm right. Miami, their last seven road games, one and six, straight up and against the spread. The only win was that Jets game, where they weren't even the best team on the field that day, according right. to Chris but, Sims. But the
1: other five, they Tannehill wasn't playing, right? Uh, other than the Patriots one. Correct. Won.
0: Very good point. Right. After a loss under Gase, they are the second worst against the spread mark in the NFL. Against it? Dude. Only the Browns were worse. 4-10-1 against the spread after a loss. <laughs> Cincinnati, their last 10 October home games, 8-0-2. Mm. And they're 6-3-1 and against the spread. And also, since 2011, Dalton's rookie year as a favorite of five or more, the Bengals are 23-4-1. and I definitely think the Bengals do this. I just worry after you came away, this is a, a Sims reaction here, about you weren't that impressed with the Bengals and their offense, and it was more the Atlanta defense. And I don't know what the Miami Dolphins are right now. Yeah, right. They are a mystery. I think that they're a well-coached team. I think they have a lot of good pieces, but they have injuries on their offensive line and defensive line. And... They got embarrassed, so you know they're going to come out hard. I'm only going fifty dollars because I'm just not sure. And six and a half is a lot, but I could also see the Bengals win this game by twenty-one because of the injuries and Jordan Phillips
1: apparently being yeah. cut somehow or being mad either way. Yeah, yeah. There, this is interesting. There's there's some you know coach, coaching crossover here, like Matt Burke, uh, the new D, the D coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. He's from Cincinnati. Uh, so he's from there. The Dolphins are, uh, I mean, I want to say the Bengals offense is going to have a good feel for what the Dolphins want to do on the defensive side of the ball. The Dolphins defense is still good. I'm not going to back down from the Dolphins defense. They did some good things in that game last week. They just got on the field too much. Again, I know I said this on our Tuesday podcast, but you know the game was 3 to nothing with 12 minutes left in the second quarter. And then it was a pick play. For a touchdown, granted it was ten nothing, and then was the Ryan Tannehill fumble. So, fumble, score again, seventeen nothing. That was a wrap. The game was over. So I still there's things I like about the Miami Dolphins defense. Is basically what I'm saying. I know the injuries are concerning. I haven't been necessarily blown away with the Bengals defense. Now you know Terrell Austin's there. I think they're Girl, learning I a new you. scheme. I I, 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 this is a tough game for me to bet. It is. It really is. You know, I look at sometimes the chances that Cincinnati plays when they do go man to man and all that, and we've talked about like the the Bang the the Miami Dolphins have some receivers that can beat that type of type of uh, coverage. I got to think Adam Gase and company realized that their game plan lacked to a degree last week, and that they have to do more if they want to win this type of football game. Both of these defenses let up points, and let up too many yards altogether. The Bengals are letting up 28 points per game. They're 3-1, and but I could sit here and make a case that they were very close to being 1-3. and I mean, they really had. The only game that they just flat out won was the Ravens, right? Week 1, I mean, looked like Andrew Luck was going down the field to score a touchdown to win, and Jack Doyle fumbled, right? You know, last week, that game could have gone either way too. It was extremely close. It was just whoever had the ball last last week. That's all it was. So I don't know how to feel about this. I personally would not bet money on this game. Neither would I. And I am going to go $100 on the fins just because I think six and a half is too much for my liking. I get it. Just a little too much. And uh, I'm picking and I, them th- to totally win you a,
0: it's, it's a Your bet is a great bet for this reason, this reason only. It's the perfect storm of... Everyone's suddenly high on Cincinnati. Yes. They're three and one. They the outduel Ryan front. on the national stage. Right. And the Dolphins went up there in their big thing and blew it. Yeah. It's a you you made a true better's bet today, so, and I failed to do that. Thank you. Who did you pick to win the game? I,
1: I'm going to pick the Bengals to win the game twenty-eight to twenty-seven. I'd like to switch my
2: bet to Miami. I can't do that. <laughs> Anything else we need to say about that game? No, no. I think we're good. All right, guys. Uh, next game here, moving on to the afternoon, the 4 o'clocks. The 1-3 Oakland Raiders taking on the LA Chargers, who are 2-2 two and two in Los Angeles. Only 71 degrees in Los Angeles on Sunday, so going to be a nice, cool fall day there. Uh, spread in this game is Los Angeles How minus 5.5. How is five it cooler half.
1: in Los Angeles? than it is in Cincinnati. you know. Chargers minus five and a half. Sims, we'll start <laughs> with you. Nobody seems to be concerned with this stuff. I don't know. I I feel like I look around my town sometimes. And I'm like, is anybody worried that it's 85 and it's October? And everyone's like, no, it's great. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I played football growing up. It was cool this time of the year. I usually. think I'm going to
2: make the temperatures a staple of my game setup. I like setup. it. It gives me a global warming jump off. I
1: like it. Perfect. All um, right, Sims, you're up first. Chargers minus five and a half. Okay. Holy defenses! Have you seen either one of these? They, they stink. Don't play. They don't play. It, it's unreal, and it's the perfect example of my rant this week. It's the Zimmer scheme versus Seattle scheme. Mm. Oh no! Whoa, three deep, and we just get torched all the time. But we just we're sound, and we know what we're going to do. Oh great! Everybody else knows what you're going to do too, and it's horrible. Both teams letting up thirty points per game. What? That's like insanity. Derwin James has been coming along. Oh, my God. He's been Corey, everywhere. Corey Lugit's back.
0: Derwin James is playing so well that John Gruden said that he wanted to draft him. But unfortunately, they took a safety in Carl Joseph two years ago in the first round and Obi-Mellon Fan in the second round, yeah. a.k.a. I wanted Derwin James, but Reggie Jack, Reggie, um, Reggie
1: McKenzie. McKenzie wouldn't let me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been very good. He really has. He's really come along because in the, in the preseason, it was not spectacular. Like in the preseason, I would have said, Whoa, the Dolphins got the better safety. They got Minka. They got, but now I would go, It's very close. And Minka's really being more used as a nickelback, anyways. Mm. But Derwin's very good. There's no doubt about that. I think this is it. I'm just going to make this plain and simple. The Raiders defense stinks, the Chargers defense stinks. The both offenses are very good. I do think that the Chargers offense is better. And more well-rounded. But I think the thing that scares me more than anything at the end of the day is the Raiders' run defense. That's where I go, what? They're letting up 139 yards per game in rushing defense. And I think
0: you could make the argument that other than Todd Gurley – Melvin's been Melvin amazing. Gordon, I don't think anyone's running better. Like, Alvin Kamara's a little bit of a receiver, and Saquon's had yeah. his moments, but Zeke's every ta- had moments too. Every but, time I, you're right. But every Melvin's time I watch Melvin like, Gordon, it's what he did to San Francisco last right. week. He had a few, like, all time highlight reel runs. You're right.
1: Them. Those are, like, runs that, yes, the stats don't quantify it. No. Because he did more than was, was there to be taken. Like, yeah, like it, like it was a 10 yard run, on. and he broke four tackles and then yes. ran for another 40 yards. That's what I mean by greatness. Like Who are you picking? Okay, sorry. Keep me on track. I am going $100 on the Raiders, okay? Just because five and a half was a little too much for me. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. But you're going to lose. Sorry. You ain't going to win the game. You're just covering the spread, baby. Sorry. Russell Okung will be a game 3834. Chargers, Chargers.
0: Uh, Russell Okung will be a game time decision. Corey Legit is back, and I hope that he has a big impact. I am going ten dollars on the Chargers. (laughs) I don't want to touch this game. (laughs) I think that Chargers. I saw a stat online that
1: the.
0: So I read some said very the, good spinning value Thank
1: the you. underdog. Team I hope that was on camera was I hope so, 15
0: too. to three in the last 18 meetings. But like, <laughs> I don't know if that's actually true. Like, Wait, I c- what was it? The underdog fifteen was and three? 15 and three in the last 18 meetings. I went back and I was like, I can't find these lines. And I don't know if this is true. Like, I don't believe you. Um, I'm picking the chargers. Uh, but I'm not that confident. The reason I'm confident is the Raiders' last five games on the road against the team in the AFC West. They're 0 and 5, 1 and 4 against the spread since 2012, when the Chargers are favored by six or more. And this has obviously dropped down. Uh, they're 17 and 0, 10 and 7 against the spread. But what scares me is. In their last 14 games against a team with a losing record, the Chargers are 4-10 against the spread. Mm. I do not like betting on the Chargers. I don't. I bet against them last week with the Niners. I won that one. That was a big one. You lost that one. Because I don't... The Chargers are a team that let bad teams hang with them, and they, they let good teams get ahead and then try and shoot out like they almost did with the Rams, right. um, which was closer than that one appeared. I don't, I don't trust the Chargers. I think that it goes back to everything I've said. They don't use analytics. I don't really think their offensive plan is there. I think Phillip Rivers goes out there and does whatever he wants to do. I don't trust their kicker. Um, I And, and their defense is, is anemic. So I don't trust it, but I look at the Raiders, and guess what? Raiders were in overtime last week, and... I think they're going to be tired and so I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah. $10. Okay, I get you.
2: All right guys, next game here 425 Eastern, the 0 and 4 Arizona Cardinals uh on the road visiting the 1 and 3 San Francisco <clears throat> 49ers. Come on 49ers. Spread in this game San Francisco minus 4 and I will start this off with Lefko by reminding everyone of a quote from last Sunday. Adam Lefko quote, "I fucking love betting on the CJ Bethard led 49ers."
0: You're right. End quote. And I'm going to add something to that quote. Hit me. I fucking love betting on the CJ Beathard 49ers when they're an underdog. I am betting $10 on Arizona plus four. Joe Staley. Oh, it's so cute. Like a little cover, like a four-point cover. Joe Staley, Mike McGlinchey, Weston Richburg, none of them practice on Wednesday. All a little bit banged up. Staley was really banged up, but he's tough and he usually plays through. Uh, Richard Sherman, uh, Marquise Goodwin, who the heck knows? Last six games against San Francisco, Arizona is six and zero. Damn, are they really three and three against the spread? Uh, but then again, it's a lot of Bruce Arians. Yeah. So I don't really want to count that.
1: No, yeah, wait, wait. Hold on. The 49ers lost to the Cardinals twice last year? I'm going to check it right now. I guess so. I actually. got you, left. Go keep going. They beat the... Oh, 2017. They lost a, tough, they lost a they tight one the, in Arizona. They beat the
0: Niners 18-15 in the beginning of the year, week yeah. four. And then right after the bye, they beat Arizona 20-10. They
1: beat... They San, beat Francisco. San Francisco
0: in San Francisco, 20 to 10. Damn, I
1: forgot about that one. That's the one I so forgot So 6-0. and 0, yep.
0: And the last 10 games that the Niners were a favorite, they're 1-9 and 9 against the spread. Jeez. I'm taking the points. Um, I was impressed with C.J. Beathard last week. I was also impressed with Josh Rosen. And I think that... Um, I think the the excitement about Josh Rosen does Rosen does more for the Arizona Cardinals than the excitement about Bethard does for the Niners. I would agree with that. The I think Niners, it's a very real thing. The Niners know their season is done and they know what CJ Bethard is. And they're coming off a game in which they lost a game that they really had the entire time right. and should have won. Arizona is going to sit back and go the future is here. And they're going to go, man, that kid threw a fourth-quarter touchdown to Chad Williams to, to tie it up against Seattle, a team that we can't beat. I like Arizona here to cover the points. I also think Arizona might win the game outright. In fact, I'm going to say right now Arizona wins the game outright.
1: Are you really? Yeah. All right. I'll let me just get it out of the way. I am going to go $100 on the Cardinals as well. Oh, here I was thinking I was crazy. What's that? Oh. Oh, stop Mr. 49er. Don't don't dig for gold there. That's a dangerous little oh. That's a dangerous little gas gas bubble. Don't do that. I'm letting you know. I'm a nice little cardinal. Okay, so I don't even know what the hell that was. Nobody does. <laughs> good effort though. No. <laughs> um,
0: Remember when that was going to be a huge part of the Simpson Love Go show? We were like, "Let's build around mascot
2: battles." We can I go mean, back there again. It's still early. That's still early. We just Weird. need to get live animals in the office. Yes, you're right. Man. That's that's what it comes down to. It if we can get the animals in, then we can do it. As long it.
1: as we treat them correctly. Of course. Okay. So Imagine- all your points are very real about the Rosen thing. Like You have an organization that's going, we need to make our face of our franchise look good. That's right. You're right. And the thing about, yes, the 49ers are going to be – underwhelmed it's like ah cj bethard yeah he'll do a lot of good things again but well he'll find some way to screw it up in the end or you know whatever it may be and i'm not even blaming him because it wasn't his fault the tight end dropped the ball on the five yard line the ball went up in the air and it got returned for 80 yards and totally changed the game 49ers defense stinks you can throw on them we know that the cardinals defense is not very good either 49ers that up a lot of points that's the thing that scares me when you get down close with the 49ers or even past midfield you can score touchdowns on them they're a little over aggressive with the things they do in coverage at times i think that scares me and yes i think the best thrower on the field is uh josh rosen certainly the the other way i look at it is the 49ers offense it is good C.J. Beathard or not, whoever it is, it's always good. It and is, because
0: Kyle's amazing.
1: Because Kyle's amazing, and you want to talk about bad run defense. I'm pretty sure Arizona's the worst run defense in football, but I'll just double-check that. Oh, they're second to worst, only behind the Lions. 141 yards per game. That's scary against Kyle Shanahan. Yes, it is. Uh, it really is. The The Arizona Cardinals' interior part of their D-line is just, I mean, you know they lost on Kim Dietschy and some of those guys. Like, sorry, negative Ghost Rider, that pick didn't work. Uh, either way, I'm going to pick the 49ers to win the game 31 to 28, but I think this is very close. And I think it will be like a last three minute drive to win the game for the 49ers for a touchdown or game winning field goal to put them over the edge. But I just don't think they cover the four points. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I don't like, I don't like Bethard covering. I like Bethard battling. Yeah. I like, like, like it. All right, guys, 425 Eastern on Sunday, the one, two, and one Minnesota Vikings on the road, visiting the two and two Philadelphia Eagles. It'll be a balmy 80 degrees in Philadelphia on Sunday. Spread in this game is Philadelphia minus three. Adam Lefko, we'll start with you. Corey Clement, Sproles
0: still day to day, and I really think the Eagles miss them a lot in that game. I think that the running back throws are a huge part of their offense, and those are the two guys that actually can do it. Dalvin Cook. There's a lot of people online right now getting upset. He's telling people he's not 100, and the Vikings are still trying to play him a lot. Right. Uh, he's in uh, ish, issue. Uh, Trey Waynes, uh, concussion, did not practice uh, this week yet. All of the stats make me want to take Philly. Yeah. Philly, since week 16 in 2016 at home, 11-1 at home, 8-4 and four against the spread. The Vikings are 1-5-1 and one in their last seven against the spread. Uh, Minnesota is a road dog under Zimmer, though fourteen and seven against the spread, mm. third best in the NFL since twenty fourteen, and there's this whole NFC Championship revenge. Everson Griffin's out. I am taking Minnesota plus three. What a loser in Philadelphia. What a loser. Um, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> Minnesota played last Thursday. And I saw an offense against Aaron Donald that was able to put up points. And I know the Rams' defense um, has had a lot more holes than the Eagles' defense did. And the Eagles' defense, even though they kind of risked a little bit against Tennessee, is a little bit more sound than the Rams' defense. Um, I think Minnesota is more desperate right now than Philadelphia is. I would agree. I also think that Kirk Cousins is going to have a few big plays against Philadelphia. And I think that with that defense, I don't think that stops anytime soon. I think Phelan digs. I think they're going to get a few big plays that can go off. And I do think that Minnesota is going to be able to extend some drives against Philadelphia. And I think that Vikings defense is going to take a long, hard look at themselves after watching themselves for the last week and a half just on TV. Because every time you watch Rams highlights, you're watching Anthony Barr sprinting 70 yards. You're watching Todd Gurley. Minnesota hasn't been smacked like that since the week before <laughs> against Buffalo but that was that was that was a game those were self-imposed wounds right and they felt bad and oh no, they've moved on from everson I would have to imagine um I think that the Eagles are gonna win this game but I think it's like twenty one twenty and that's why I have having Minnesota I think three points in this game I think these two teams are even right
1: now yeah. they really do yeah
0: and uh that's where I'm going, and I don't know if Carson's a hundred percent back yet.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I'm agree. All, I'm also
0: probably trying to mush
1: it. Agree with a lot of what you said there. I think there's a lot of things to look at. Let's also not forget the John D. Filippo factor that he's in Minnesota and he knows Jim Schwartz and all that. All the thing that the the big thing to me. Okay, I think when I look at Vikings offense, Eagles defense, this scares me just a little bit. Is Again, the interior part of the offensive line for the Vikings can be scary. Yes. This could be even scarier than the Rams because you're just a little more of a hulking like power D line. It's not as necessarily the athletic get yeah, up like the Cox field. Cox
0: and who is better than Donald and Sue?
1: Yeah, nobody. I I mean no, no it's nobody in the. But but it's also like I look at like. Second and long, third down. When you put all your variations in there, it's going to still be very tough. I think your four is probably better than the Rams four. Okay. Wow. I mean, yeah. you
0: just came with a hot take. You didn't even mean to? Yeah, I know. So I'm just you'd saying. say Graham Bennett, who Nada and Cox or no Graham Bennett,
1: Long and Cox. I think so. Yeah, something like that. I mean, Graham Michael Bennett, Bennett still. Cox? Yeah, Michael Bennett still pops on on film. I'm just hoping our meathead friend Jim Schwartz doesn't go blitz happy. Three interceptions, I mean, three sacks last week, one interception, okay? Of the three sacks, two of them were a four-man rush. The third sack, yes, they blitzed, but Michael Bennett just beat the center straight up. The blitz had nothing to do with helping him. The interception happened when the Eagles played coverage. Jim Schwartz has this fascination sometimes that, like, the quarterback should never sit there and be able to read the defense. Like, are you kidding me? This is 2018. Like, the quarterback's going to drop back every now and then and have a little time off a of play action pass or something like that. He just goes too meathead for me at times. Where it's just like, I got to destroy the play for negative five. Okay, great. You you might do that, but you also give up seventy over your head a lot. And that's disturbing. And Jalen Mills isn't that good. So stop putting him in man-to-man coverage like he's Dion fucking Sanders. All right? I'm sick of that shit with these defensive coordinators. Oh, well, on the it's like the tight end blocking the great pass rusher. Well, on the board, he covers a man-to-man. We're good there. Oh, yeah, except for the actual people who are in that matchup. We forgot about that part of the equation. Drives me crazy about the Eagles. It really does. Okay.
0: Clip that. And I want to send that to Philadelphia.
2: I got it. Okay. Because that's how Philadelphia feels. I just wrote down Sims-Eagles.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> then the other thing, I do think Carson Wentz, I mean, your pass protection has bothered me a little, especially last week. I mean, Carson Wentz, holy crap, did he take a lot of hits last week. He really did. I mean, damn. But there is no Everson Griffin, and that makes me feel better. I got to think that offensive line looks at it and goes, what the hell were we doing? Mm. Okay. And, like, we got to help this guy out. Vikings' run defense is not special. I do would, I would hope you can run to keep them honest. And I'm not going to bet that Zimmer changes his DNA on coaching. I'm just not. I'm betting that he's going to stay with what I've seen him do for the last 10 years. Because he's shown me that he doesn't change. And I don't think it's going to happen now in a bye week. So you mean,
0: you mean the guy that almost lost his eye and still coached is stubborn? Yeah, right,
1: right. So, I'm putting $100 on the Vikings. Oh. Because I'm with you. I'm with you. Assemble to take over
0: thy Philadelphia Freedom Bell. It's okay if we lose. Yes. Just make it by less than three. I think they are
1: the more desperate team. I do think the NFC Championship thing comes into play. And I'm picking the Eagles to win the game. But I picked it to be 26-24. That type of football. I'm going to
0: say this really quick because yeah. I know we need to catch up. Not only do you have Filippo f- familiar. Yeah. Kirk Cousins has always played well against the Eagles. Yes, you're right. So now, not only, this is not new for him. He's used to this yes, defense. Yes, he, he is. I think that's a benefit. I was just—I
2: was just,
1: just going to say, are we going to let Chris off for calling it the Freedom Bell? I know. Sorry. It's I don't know not, why I said that. It's not what it's called. I totally choked on it. As I was saying it, I was like, I'm saying the wrong thing. But you want to try? I the don't Liberty even... Bell. Okay. okay. All oh, right. Guys. History major. Up yours. Were you a history major? Yeah, I was. You read a lot of history what? books at Texas? Would you mind bringing in your degree? Oh, oh darn it. I didn't have a degree. Damn, I'm a worthless person. <laughs> Damn. Maybe just. Maybe just the br- degrees are, they, they, you know, they really make you, they make the difference. Maybe just bring <laughs> in some of the textbooks you read while you were in college. Oh, oh no. I sold those. You sold them right. from, okay. for money. Cash out the back door. Yep. All no, right. I did 425 here, guys. The... I, really, I rarely even went and got the textbooks. That's okay. You, you didn't need them.
2: Uh, 425 LA Rams, 4-0 on the road visiting the 2-2 two and two Seattle Seahawks. Spreading this game here is Rams minus 7. Just checking to see if there's been any movement on this line. Uh, opened at seven and a half, down to seven. So that's where we are. Let's right, go. Here we'll are the with
0: injuries: you. Dominique Easley out for the year. Uh, there's a chance that Mark Barron plays his first yes, game for the Rams saw that. this year. Seattle: Chris Carson is back. KJ Wright is not. Michael Kendricks is suspended hmm. for some reason. It's weird that oh. now they're suspending him and they weren't suspending him before.
1: I okay. guess why? Because he got the final guilty play, right? I think that's. I mean, they they they. What was it? What happened? Nothing
0: happened. Nothing happened? Nothing. Okay. They just decided okay. to. All right. All of the trends tell me to take Seattle as a home dog. This is rare. We are witnessing something we have not seen in really eight years. Under Pete Carroll, Seattle has only been a home dog of seven or more points two times in eight years. So that's 64 games. They've been an underdog. that's, I think I lied. No, eight times eight is 64. 64 yeah, games. Right? Very good. To... So two games, and yeah. they're one and one straight up and against the spread. Seattle as a home dog since 2011, nine and three against the spread. Hmm. And I say this because I said this last year when the Rams went to Seattle. And in his first year of head coach, Sean McVay beat the Seahawks for their worst loss in centrally linked field history. Kid genius. 42-7. to Kid genius. I am putting $200 on the Rams. Whoa! So if he can dice up the Vikings
1: defense
0: (laughs) on short week, what is he going to do to the Seahawks defense
1: with 10 days? Yeah. Very well. Very good job. Very good job. Very, very, very good job. Okay. Gam. I don't even know you flustered me there. Why? Took all your points? No. No, he's good. He's good. He's good. He got a lot of good points. Uh, I think the, the Rams are the best team in football. We know that. The Seahawks, okay. Their defense is actually seventh in football right now. It's been good. But I would also mind you, they've played the worst offenses in the sport, really. I mean, they played... Say their names. I mean, they played the Cowboys. Yes. They played the Cardinals. Yes. Okay. The Bears... Move the ball, Trubisky just tricked it off a few times yes. in the game, right? So don't forget about Missed that. Some wide open guys, exactly right. And Case Keenum had plays too. He just took some aggressive shots and threw some dumb interceptions. He threw three interceptions in that game, and they still lost the Seahawks. Yes. So, yes. so, think about that. So I'm not sold on the Seahawks defense as like a top ten defense. They're not. There's no way they'll be top ten. So you could just forget about that. This is also the first
0: game after the Earl Thomas Middle finger. Oh,
1: that's right. So, and you can run on the Seahawks. Hundred and twenty two yards a game, they're letting up. Who's the running back for the Rams? Oh, um mm, uh oh the best running back in oh, football. Yeah. Thank you. Him. I'll take Todd Gurley for a hundred dollars. Okay, I'm going with the Rams too.
0: Are okay. you jealous
1: that I went two hundred? I am because I didn't <laughs> want to have to root against the Rams, and now I might have to. <laughs> but it's not beneficial. You'd still lose a hundred. It's guess not that beneficial. You're right. For you. I, yeah, I know. So, but damn, damn it. Uh, so it's only week five. Guys. Did you think I was going to take the Seahawks? I didn't know. Okay. I just mad that you upped me with the money. That's what I'm mad. You, got, you have a long time to get back in the green. State I'm not listening strategy. to you anymore. I know that. What have I done? Those last two weeks, you've been like, yeah, hey, it's a, it's a show. It's fun. Yeah, it's good. Put for some content. big money on that game. That's <laughs> oh, what he's been. He's got in my ear because I've been like, I want to well, go. Hold on, hold on. That's not entirely great true. Towns I've gone. Patriots. I wanted to go a hundred. Right. And he's just like in no way
2: did I advocate for the four hundred dollar bet on the Dolphins. He because didn't that say four, camp...
1: but he was saying I should get away and take some chances. Well
2: I was just saying if you're confident ooh, then ooh. go for it.
1: Yeah, if I'm not saying the that I'm not doing lives. my job. The so. mush lives. Okay. Quite the consiglieri. I think the Rams win this game thirty to twenty one. Okay. And yeah, I, I am the Seahawks offense is nothing special. I know there's no Akib to leave. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. They don't have a Yeah, I'm only
0: worried about yeah. the Tyler Lockett shots.
1: Yeah. And, and I think Wade Phillips will know that that's maybe the one thing that can beat him. And then I, I just don't see it. Rams win 30 21. Let's all go.
2: All right, guys. Sunday night football here. Dallas Cowboys 2 and 2. Yeah, on do, we want, do we really quickly want to talk about the fact that the Rams have allowed 54
0: points in the last two games?
2: well let's see it was the vikings Chargers
0: and the vikings okay i mean those are at the same point they've also scored 33 34 35
1: 38 yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. it doesn't... well and, and i'm it's... just saying wade like hey i don't think the seahawks are capable neither the... do i they don't These have other feeling teams, and digs. right and, yeah the other teams were realizing like our defense we can't stop them yes so we need to push the boundaries of our offense and the the seahawks boundaries are like russell can you do more amazing things for us Sorry.
2: Sunday night football two and two, Dallas on the road in Texas, visiting Houston one and three. Spread for this game, Houston minus three and a half at home. Lefko, we'll start with you.
0: All right. One of my favorite games of the week, Will Fuller, is quote, We'll see how it goes this week. I think that's huge. Aaron Aaron Colvin is another guy. I mean, it's just it's every week. He's I don't like in the words of Evan Silva, I don't like when speed guys have hamstring
1: issues. Speed guys are like cheetahs or like racehorses. If they feel the slightest twinge, they're they're thrown off. Mm.
0: Uh, Aaron Colvin is out for the Texans. We may see a cave West Webster debut okay. for the Texans. Okay. Um, David Irving is, is back. back. The Texans. Dallas defense that already has DeMarcus Lawrence and two great man-to-man corners that Sims professed on Wednesday's pod in Chidobe Awuzie and Byron Jones now has another pass rusher to possibly scare Deshaun Watson. In night games, in their last 20, Houston is 6-14. and 14. In night games, since Dak started for Dallas, they're ten and two. I'd like to place a hundred dollars on the Dallas Cowboys to cover three and a half. <laughs> I like that. Well, a new that. one. from that voice, how the hell are the Texans favored by three and a half over anybody? Why? Because they allowed Andrew Luck to get back into a game that they scored a bunch of points in. Like, how are they favored three and a half? Over Ezekiel Elliott.
1: Yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I I think there's some things here that you got to watch out for just a little bit, okay? Who are you going with? Well, okay, fine. I'm going $100 on the Cowboys. Okay. Okay? That okay. makes me so. feel it. Yee-haw! I you, you Texan! I out yee haw you! My yee better than your yee What's the Texan sound, Nick?
2: Don't think there is one.
1: <laughs> well, I guess it's gonna have to be Yeehaw. We gotta give that one a Yeehaw. Like a no. southern he's a Southerner Texan. The Texans should Adrian be like Houston.
0: the Texans should be everything's bigger
1: in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. We stole the longhorn off their helmet and we made it a bigger longhorn. Your breakdown of this game. Okay, sorry. All right. Um The Texans defense has not been special. We know that to this point. But they showed special things last week. And their run defense is pretty damn good. Their pass defense has been the issue. Okay. right. And Dallas cannot take advantage of that. Exactly right. So that scares me. And we saw the unveiling of two of my favorite beasts in the history of the NFL. J.J. Watt and the beast of Jadavion Clowney is finally ready to be unveiled on the state of Texas. And I'm so excited because Jadevian looked amazing. I mean, he's the master of the fuck it up play, and it showed up last week. Nice. Right? I'm, I'm crying so, laughing over here. And I also think they look at it and go, oh, okay. Uh, Dallas wants to run the ball. I mean, these are like, these are DJ Reader and company. Like, they got pride. They're not going to, they, they hear about this Dallas O line all the time. I, I have a hard time thinking Dallas is going to run the ball on them, even though it's a slight issue. And like you said, even though pass defense is their issue. Dallas is easy to figure out what they want to do in the past game, and I think Romeo and Cornell and company will be able to slow that down. So what about Watson so, versus the Dallas team? It is scary. It is definitely scary. I don't know what to say. The Texans' offense, I think as a whole, is better than the Dallas offense. Yes, I am very much worried about them being able to protect Deshaun Watson, and I'm putting my faith. I took the Cowboys for the spread because it was three and a half. I have the Texans winning the game, twenty to seventeen. I think they're going to win this game. I, I do think they're think kind of that in half a
0: point is huge.
1: They're kind of yes, and they're kind of in a desperate mode too, right? Am I right? Are they? They're one and three, right? Yeah. But okay. They're coming off a win. Coming off a win. And Dallas just beat Detroit. Yes, and Dallas just beat Detroit, and everybody's telling them. Oh, Houston. They just found full overtime. I know that's scary too, but I'm just going more on Romeo Bill O'Brien having a few more schematical things to help them and out. that
0: makes me p- want to pick the Cowboys.
1: And that makes like you Like, if pick
0: your up. big argument is Romeo Crennel and Bill O'Brien, right. then I'm going Cowboys.
1: Okay, that's fine. Well, like, I mean, doesn't that make sense? Well, yeah, I hear you. I I'm, I'm going the Cowboys, much. too. I just think the Texans will find a few more plays out of Deshaun Watson and company on the offensive side of the ball. Or... Dak Prescott sack fumble kind of thing. I just see that happening more than sack fumble to Sean Watson. Gotcha. Something like that. That's where I'm going. I think it's a very close game and I would not bet money on this. Alright
2: okay. guys, last game of the week. Monday night football. The uh, Washington is 2-1. and one The heading... Washington. The Washingtons are 2-1 and one heading on the road to face the 3-1 and one New Orleans Saints. Spread in this game is New Orleans minus 6.5. Sims, we'll start with you.
1: Okay, the Washington Redskins. Hey, their defense is good. We know that. Greg Minuski, I got a lot of respect for them. They haven't let up a lot of points to the third ranked defense in football right now. 187 yards a game they're allowing in the past. 14.7 points. It's really good. You know what the problem is? They've played three of the most simple pass offenses in the game right now. The Cardinals, the Colts, and one-legged Aaron Rodgers. So, I'm not totally buying into their defenses like you know the 80s Redskins with Charles Mann and Dexter Manley quite yet. I do like a lot of what I see there, certainly. Now, the Saints... We know their offense is dangerous. Their run game is for real, and here they come. And I'm actually very excited to watch this O-line square off against the Alabama duo of the Washington Redskins. It's going to be very cool. The Saints' offense is really good, though. And I do think they'll be able to move the ball. I don't think it's going to be like 38 points, move the ball, but enough. The thing that I look at, and I was encouraged with what I saw with the Saints last week, they are doing some different stuff on the defensive side of the ball. They did not play as much man-to-man. And I would hope that continues this week to mix up some of those coverages. And, yeah, their D-line is coming alive. Slowly but surely, which has disappointed me, it is coming alive. So, I am putting $100 on the Redskins. It's just six and a half, It's so a little too much for me. And I think the Redskins have the type of offense and weapons and the offensive line to be well-rounded in their attack to give this a very close football game. The Saints win the game, but I'm going to say 24-20. to
0: Patrick Robinson out for the year. Uh, Washington coming off of a bye. Uh, Last year, the Saints were favored to beat Washington by, like, seven yeah and remember washington was up 31 to 16 in the fourth quarter right in new orleans i remember and new orleans came back and won that game by three that was when overtime. chris thompson broke his leg in that game too it was yeah here's where it gets interesting both teams stink in prime time yeah. last five games in prime time the saints are 0-5 jay gruden with washington though it's like historic One and six straight up. Washington's last 15 games on Monday Night Football, they're two and 13. Jeez. Last 15 games on Monday Night Football, they're two and 13. It's one of the gamblers' favorite things to bet on. They gave me my worst beat of the year last year. Was it the Raiders, Washington? No, remember the
1: Washington Chiefs game? Oh, and the oh, that was the baddest speed of all time. Uh, the fumble Where it was like at the fumble, end yeah. for the touchdown—they we were lateraling. I know. We and I bet like eight hundred dollars on the Redskins,
0: and they had the game covered yes. the entire time. Right. Mark Ingram is back. Um, I am going. I'm going hundred dollars on Washington too. This feels a lot like last year, yeah. And it's Washington coming off a buy, which kind of scares me. But you know, I this is a kind of team that I actually like having Alex Smith against New Orleans wants you to take shots and they want you because they want their offense back on the field. Alex Smith could, this could be the Chris Thompson, Jordan Reed yeah. work in the middle, James Crowder, Crowder yeah. keeping Drew Brees off the field. Now I, this is one quick question. Yeah. Drew Brees is expected to pass the Peyton record Manning right on Monday night. Right. Yeah. When there's a record up for grabs, how does that impact either team?
1: Uh, the Redskins, how many yards yards does he need? Like 200? What do you know? How many he's yards he's gonna does? get? It. Yeah, he's gonna get it. Um, no, I think what it's really gonna do is everyone's gonna feel the electricity in the stadium. That's the first thing. And who does that benefit? I think that benefits the Saints. Yeah, I do. It's close. Uh, the Redskins are certainly gonna be like, damn, we don't want them to shatter this on us. But yeah, I think the Saints. It does. It benefits them. Just
0: six and a half was too much. Right. I think this Washington team's better than people think. I agree. You know, it's yeah. it's the second year, really, the third year in a row where that's the case. Yes. They got a bye and people forgot about them, and the Saints went up to New York
2: and beat the Giants by right. like 20 points. Yeah, the Redskins
1: and the Carolina Panthers got forgotten about last week because of their bye weeks. Yeah.
2: All right, guys, before we wrap it up here, I'll just quickly go through, recap, and go through the disagreements. Lefko, you got to get ready for locks here. You got your GTL picked out. Yep. Cool. So disagreements from this week Tennessee minus three and a half. Sims, you took the Titans. Lefko going Buffalo in that game. Uh, Denver, New York Jets. Sims, Wait, what was that
1: first one? Say that again?
2: Tennessee, Buffalo. Okay. Denver and the Jets, Sims, you took Denver plus one. Lefko took the Jets minus one. We've got an actual $20 on that game. I am holding Lefko's 20 for the weekend. I will try not to spend it. Uh, Green Bay at Detroit, Sims, you took the Packers minus one. Lefko went with the Lions that game. Giants, Panthers, Sims, you have the Giants. Lefko, you took the Panthers. Uh, Miami, Cincinnati, Sims, you took Miami plus six and a half. Lefko took Cincinnati minus six and a half. Oakland Chargers, Sims going with the Raiders, Lefko going with the Chargers. Uh, spreading that game is five and a half. And wow. then everything else you guys agree on. Oh,
1: wow, so we have some good ones. We have yeah. some, some, some differences, differences this week. Ones.
2: And biggest bet of the week this week, uh, Leftco $200 on the Rams minus seven. And what was his other big bet? You had a 180 bet, right? Uh, the 180 I have bet have
0: 200 Baltimore. 200 tonight on New England. Oh, I right. have 200 on the Rams and, and I have 180 on Baltimore. On Baltimore. All right, Lefko locks for this week. All right, so I have 3 that I'm definitely I have I have I have 3 that I'm definitely locking and I need your guys help on the other one if you may. Yep, I got you. All right. I know a lot about football. You do. Okay. The ones that I'm definitely doing, I'm definitely doing the Rams minus 7 at Seattle. I'm definitely doing Baltimore minus 3 at Cleveland. I think I'm doing Pittsburgh minus 3 versus Atlanta.
1: Okay. Okay. Hold on. Where the hell is that game? Okay. Yep. Up
0: top. Those are the three that I'm feeling pretty good about. Okay. The two that I'm not sure which one I want to do. Jacksonville plus three at Kansas City.
2: Carolina minus seven against the Giants. I would, in my informed opinion, much rather bet against the Giants than I would against Patrick Mahomes. You got you've been burned three times already this year betting on Patrick Mahomes. Or betting against Patrick Mahomes.
0: I think you're right. Don't
1: I don't even need you, Sims. <sighs> yeah. Well, no, well, no, go.
0: I just desperation.
1: I wouldn't bet on Atlanta and Pittsburgh is just That was
0: a question too. So where do you feel more confident doing Jacksonville at Kansas City over Pittsburgh, Atlanta?
1: I do. I never trust bad. Football teams. And
0: then the only other one I wanted to put in there was Minnesota plus three, but I don't know if I went on the national count, me picking against the Eagles. Yeah. But do you feel more confident about Minnesota plus three than Jacksonville, Kansas City? I don't. So then I think my left co locks are going to be Rams, Ravens, Rams, Ravens, Panthers, Jaguars. And there it is. Sims did convince me because... Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Atlanta could win that game by seventeen.
1: Right. Yeah, Ben throws one pick, and all of a sudden now they're down twenty-one to seven, and then it's a shootout, and they never catch up. Whatever. I feel it is.
0: good about Jacksonville in this spot. That's the reason why I'm willing to bet against Patrick Mahomes, and also like the public is obsessed with Patrick Mahomes yeah. right now.
1: Yeah. I, I'm just telling you my two cents on this, and I know I've been wrong before. But he has never seen anything like he's about to see on Sunday. And do you think, with all those badass mofos down there in Jacksonville, everybody's telling them how dangerous Patrick Mahomes is in this offense? You don't think Jalen Ramsey and company would be like, what the fuck? Fuck you guys, Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, we're coming after you.
2: We got to wrap this thing up, but there's one thing we have left to do. We do. You know what that is? I do. This is your part of the show here. Guaranteed
0: to lose. Hit that music, Nick. It's time to talk about the teams that have no chance. And we start off, Sims, on Thursday night. On Thursday
1: night. Hey, it's Andrew Luck, and it seems like he's by himself out there tonight. Oh, that's the usual. Everybody on their team's hurt, and the Patriots have turned it around. Sorry, Colts. It's going to be a long weekend. You're going to lose in New England. Second
0: team on Guaranteed to lose. Nobody
1: circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. And they ain't gonna be circling them this week. They're gonna still be going in a square pattern. They can't figure out the circle quite yet. Buffalo, I think, is up there as the worst team in football. If not, it's the Arizona Cardinals, and the Titans have been a pleasant surprise. Sorry, Buffalo. See you next week on Guaranteed to Lose.
0: All right, next on Guaranteed to Lose, you bet on this team for the first time in like 30 games, and you're back to the list. I'm back, oh
1: baby, because it's the Baltimore Ravens coming to town, and Cleveland, sorry. You're guaranteed to lose. You're going to lose. You know why? Because I said so. I am
0: the Oracle. Next up on Guaranteed to Lose, their quarterback is still
1: Eli Manning. Oh, and that's right, and that's the big reason I'm picking the Giants to lose. Sorry, New York Giants. Cam Newton and company have had a week off. This game might be close for a little while, but Carolina's tougher. They're better, and their quarterback will stand in the pocket and make a throw. And let's round
0: out Guaranteed to Lose. To lose
1: to the West Coast, we go. Oh, sorry, Seattle, you gonna lose to the Rams because Kid Genius and his team of all stars are coming to town. Sean McVay, Todd Gurley, golf. Oh, Brandon Cooks. Oh, Aaron Donald and, and Sue Marcus Peters. Who the hell does the Seattle Seahawks have? A bunch of older guys. Earl Thomas is not there, and it's only Russell Wilson. Sorry, Seattle, the Rams are kings of the West. Our mama's left coast, mama said so. Hey, gotta get her in. There. I like Sharon. After going
0: 5 0 last week, here are Sims's five. It is the Colts, it is the Bills, it is the Browns, it's the Giants, and it's the Seahawks. And for the first time that I can remember, Lefko is picking. One of the teams to win that Sims has guaranteed to lose. Oh, baby. Bills Titans.
1: Let's go. I can't believe that one. (laughs) I can't. When you said that today, I was like, what? All right, let's wrap this thing up. If the
0: Vikings are getting revenge for the NFC Championship game, then the Bills are getting revenge for the Music City Miracle. (laughs) For Sims. Peace out, homies. For Fedger. Good evening, everybody. I am the L-E-F-K-O-E Man. And we will holla 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 at you Sunday. Good luck in your survivor pools. Good luck in fantasy. Good luck betting my left go locks. Don't embrace the motion. I'm
1: back. It's gonna be amazing. And survivor pools, he meant to say, not cools, pools. Yes. See you guys. Stay up.